Okay, thank you, Chair. We are live and staff is ready when you are. I changed my background. Oh, let's go. Good evening and welcome to the Wednesday, January 26, 2022 meeting. <laughs> I'm sitting there. <laughs> we go, that's better. <laughs> well, first of all, Happy New Year to everyone as I sit here in, in stone silence with my colleagues looking at me. Um, <laughs> this is the 26th January, 2022 uh, Utility Rate Advisory Commission meeting, better known as URAC. <laughs> The meeting is now called to order. Uh, would the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum, please? <laughs> yes, thank you, Chair. Members, if you can, please unmute and turn on your video. Commissioner Baring is absent this evening. Commissioner Fidel? I'm here. Commissioner Gutowski? Here. Commissioner Lee? Here. Vice Chair Vanderwerf? Here. And Chair Thomas? Present. Thank you. We have quorum. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, this meeting is virtual via Zoom. For members of the public um, who wish to join, uh, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, uh, raise your hand. Uh, to provide public comment when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. Also, if you're online, click on the raise hand at the bottom of your screen. In addition, if on a mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option um, in the more tab. If you're calling in tonight and you'd like to have a statement regarding an issue, Raise, to raise your hand, dial star nine, then to unmute or, or mute, um, dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. And now we will now proceed with today's agenda. Um, I know this is a little, little difficult, but um, we are going to be acknowledging uh, those indigenous people. Um, I am asking folks to please stand if they can. If they can't, uh, please understand. I understand. So uh, if you drive to the opening acknowledgement in honor of the Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands, please. If, um, the original people of this land, the Ni Sainan people, the Southern Maidu Valley and Plains Miwok, the Kukwen Wintun peoples, and the people of the Bolton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who've come before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you very much to all. You may be seated. And thank you for that. 
Our first business today is the approval of the consent calendar. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Chair, I have no members of the public with their hands raised to make comment on the consent calendar tonight. Okay. Thank you. Any commissioners who need to speak on this um, particular item in the consent calendar? Hearing none, do I hear a motion uh, and a second for the consent calendar? I move that we adopt the consent calendar. Okay, Commissioner Gutkowski seconds. The clerk, please call the roll. Yes, thank you again, members. If you have not, please unmute and turn on your video. Commissioner Baring is absent tonight. Commissioner Fadel? Aye. Aye. Commissioner Gutowski? Aye. <laughs> Commissioner Lee? Yes. Vice Chair Vanderwerf? Aye. And Chair Thomas? I will abstain since I've done it the last minute. That motion does pass 4-0 with Chair Thomas abstaining. Thank you. Let's proceed to the discussion calendar, uh, members. Um, item number six is the public hearing uh, on purpose Department of Utilities storm drainage property related fees. Uh, Bill, is there a presentation tonight? Yes, uh, thank you, Chair Thomas. Um, Sir. Hang on just a second. Sure, take your time. Okay, that's that's all I need. Um, good evening. My name is Bill Busey, Director of the Department of Utilities for the City of Sacramento. Tonight, I will present an overview of the storm drainage system and our proposed storm drainage measure and fees. Following that, I'll go over our Proposition 218 outreach and protest mailer results. And in conclusion, I'll go over our schedule and then of course be able to answer any questions and receive comments. Most of this will be review um, for the commission. The city's storm drainage system is a network of storm drains, pipelines, levees, channels, streams, detention basins and pump stations that work together to provide storm drainage service. As you can see on the chart, storm drainage goes into the streets through pipes and then into a sump normally and through a levee and into a river or a creek. There are three main ways that flooding can occur in the city. One is from a plugged or undersized main or inlet. One is from pump station failure, and one is from a levee failure. The city of Sacramento drainage system consists of 137 separate drainage basins and 82 detention basins, and then a combined um, system, as you see in the center of the map in brown. A drainage basin is a geographical area that collects stormwater and conveys rainfall to a pump station or, or another discharge location, um, mostly by pump station the gravity. A detention basin is a facility that stores excess stormwater that there is not room for in the pipes when the system is at full capacity. 
this volume of water is stored in the detention basin and, and is released back into the system when the system um, can handle the additional flows. For uh, many, quite a few years ago, the city council adopted the levels of service in 1993 for our storm uh, water system. The levels of service, as you can see on the slide, are that for a 10-year storm event, which is an event that has a 10% chance of happening each year, there is water in the streets, but the streets are passable. And then for a 100-year storm event, there's flooding in the streets, but there is no flooding of structures. Those are the levels of service that we're trying to achieve. We have not achieved these levels of service, but we're trying to achieve in our stormwater system. The city's main drainage assets include 105 pump stations. So you can see that of the 137 uh, drainage basins, 105 of them have a pump station associated with them. So most of them. There's 842 miles of pipeline. This is the pipelines for the separated stormwater pipes only. And as you'll see on the next slide, we also have a significant number of miles of combined system pipeline. We have 68 miles of levees and 76 miles of streams and channels, a significant amount of uh, assets to operate and maintain. Our major combined sewer as system assets include sump one and sump two, uh, the combined wastewater treatment plant, Pioneer Reservoir, four underground storage vaults, and 282 miles of pipeline just in the combined system. In order to maintain the assets in the system and keep things running smoothly and optimally, DOU currently has 123 full-time equivalent employees, 107 vehicles, and 43 generators dedicated to the storm drainage system. As you can imagine, uh, that makes the um, operations and maintenance of the system um, increasingly costly, and has, uh, the cost of that has increased over the years. DOU continues to work with the fleet division of the Department of Public Works to appropriately electrify vehicles to reduce the carbon footprint and minimize environmental impacts. DOU's 14 drainage master plans identified needed projects that totaled almost $240 million. This represents about 40% of the total master plans that need to be done, but only about 40% have been done. As the master plans continue to be um, performed, we anticipate that the total amount of needed projects will increase commensurately. Other system challenges um, include the fact, as I've mentioned, that our system is largely pumped rather than relying on gravity. Most systems, even in our region, rely largely on gravity to um, convey storm drainage to creeks and rivers. Ours almost 
uh, all of the water storm drainage that leaves our system is pumped. We have a considerable amount of levee maintenance. Um, and we took over that maintenance in the Morrison Creek watershed in 2008. And um, we have a, a significant levee maintenance group now. We have a significant responsibilities for flood fighting. Uh, we have uh, our rain season from April to from October to April. We monitor levees and we have um, staff out in every storm event, uh, managing and uh, operating the system. Um, this requires bank protection at levees and erosion control. We also have a an operating um, uh, a department operating control center uh, that goes into 12 hour shifts for emergency operation during large storm events. We also have continuing and increasing challenges with encampments. We're spending uh, more and more money uh, as time goes on, on uh, repair and maintenance and cleanup uh, around encampments. And then of course, funding for our capital improvement program has eroded to the point where we have uh, almost no money to spend on capital improvements. On May 12th of 2020, city auditor presented DOU storm drainage fund, uh, storm, uh, the DOU storm drainage fund review to the city council. The auditor's review found several key points including the fact that there are insufficient storm drainage revenues to invest properly in the city's stormwater system, which is currently valued at $8.1 billion. That a complete drawdown of the storm drainage fund balance were, will occur in uh, honor before FY29, and that is with a minimal um, investment in capital improvements. And that if we start investing in capital improvements, um, at the rate of a best practices rate of uh, $34 million annually, this would immediately exhaust all of our available cash reserves um, if, if we do not get increased um, revenues. These findings were not unexpected uh, since there has not been a rate adjustment or rate increase since 1996. So we're proposing a new uh, fee uh, in addition to the current storm drainage uh, fee that was approved in 1996. This new fee is based on impervious surface, which is, has now become the best practices for stormwater fees. Revenues from this fee will be placed in a separate fund to finance capital improvements that will protect drinking water quality and supplies, keep combined sewage from overflowing into the streets, replace aging and deteriorating pumps, replace aging pipelines, maintain streams and channels. And these capital improvements are estimated to generate about 1,300 jobs over the next 10 years if the fee is, if the fee is, is uh, approved. Properties are placed into a customer class based on uh, the county property use data. In our residential class, we've created three tiers for our single family customers, and also three tiers for our multifamily customers. Each customer class is assigned an impervious surface coefficient, 
that coincides with the property use. And all rates are based on a just under two cents uh, per uh, square foot of impervious um, surface uh, uh, and uh, an annual rate. These are the fee amounts for residential properties for this potential ballot measure. Um, as I mentioned before, for a property related fee of this type, it's customary to group residential properties into tiers based on parcel size for single family residents and based on um, parcels per acre for multifamily uh, residential properties. For each customer tier, the average square footage within that tier was used to calculate the flat monthly fee. For example, for the single family uh, residential number two category, the average parcel size is 6,618 square feet, resulting in a, in a monthly fee of just under $6 a month for the average single family resident. These are the fee amounts proposed for the non-residential properties for the ballot measure. These are the same that we showed you at the last meeting without any changes. And um, now we're reviewing them. Non-residential properties are also assessed based on parcel size multiplied by an impervious surface area coefficient developed by the state for each property use, which is then multiplied by just under just under uh, two cents per square foot annual rate. These formulas, these formulas constitute best practices in the state. The Department of Utilities will recommend um, or is recommending including the storm drainage fees into the Sacramento Utility Rate Assistance Program if the ballot measure passes. Of course, this will be, um, this will be based on you know, council approval of that of that action. Currently, there are about 8,500 participants. Uh, the current annual budget is just under $3.8 million. Uh, participants currently, as you know, receive discounted rates for water, wastewater, and rooftop and solid waste services. And customers must renew every two years, either with the city or with SMUD. As you know, we've been working closely with SMUD to have access to their database. And this is what has helped us to keep the participation um, in the program steady at about 8,500 8, 8, 8, people, customers. A survey was conducted in September and October of 2021, from which about two thirds of the respondents said that they would probably or definitely vote in favor of this storm drainage funding measure. Um, after it's receiving these favorable results, we proceeded with a public information outreach and the Proposition 218 protest mailer process. Over the past few months, the department has conducted an informational outreach effort, including the Prop 218 informational mailing to about 155,000 uh, property owners uh, outreach meetings with business businesses, labor and community groups, six live webinars uh, in December and January, advertised, um, as you can see, extensively advertised by email invitations, social media, full page ad in the inside in the inside Sacramento, digital ads, 
of articles on this uh, city website, uh, city blog, and posts on Nextdoor. DOU staff work with um, city community, the city community engagement manager to help direct multi-language outreach. The following outreach items were offered in Spanish, Russian, um, traditional and simplified Chinese, including the 218 informational mailer, the fact sheet and frequently asked questions. Additionally, the fact sheet and frequently asked questions were posted to the dedicated website at Sacramento Water Pollution and Flood Prevention.com. Protest 218, uh, the 218 uh, protest process requires a mailer to be sent out to all property owners. Most of these were mailed in December of 2021 to all current DOU customers. Current non-DOU customer property owners, which is about 2% of the property owners, were identified and sent protest mailers in January of 2022. The protest mailer included uh, the, pro the proposed fee amounts, the basis of calculation, the reason for the proposed increase, the time, date, and location of this protest hearing, instructions for how to submit a written protest, and a disclosure that the fee would not be approved if over half of the parcel owners protested this measure. This table shows the number of protests received by protest reason. As you can see, the total number of protests to date is less than 0.2% of the total mailed, a little under 200, I mean, a little under 300. Just for comparison's sake, um, recycling and solid waste received just under, just under 200 protests for the 135,000 um, mailers that they sent out. And in January 2016, when we passed the DOU water and wastewater uh, rate adjustments, um, we received about 350 protests. This map and table shows um, all of the received protests by council district, just for your information. These are the key dates for planned activities um, from January through July 1st. We are currently at the URAC rate hearing, as you can see. The next step on is the ballot election. On February 1st, we will seek council approval, authorizing uh, the mailed ballot election. Ballots will be mailed to all property owners by February 14th if we receive approval by city council. Ballots will be due back to the city by March um, by March 16th, and then ballots will be tabulated. And if we if the ballot is approved, then we will be going to council in early April for final approval of the of the ballot of the fee, of the measure the fee measure. So that uh, concludes my, my formal presentation. Thank you very much for your attention and all the time that you spend. Um, we are very appreciative of, of the time that our commissioners spent, spend um, on this commission. 
Uh, staff asks that the commission approve the motion recommending the new stormwater fee to the mayor and city council. And then of course we have, I'm available and we have staff available to answer any questions that you might have. Thank you as always, Bill. Um, very detailed and efficient as, as usual. Uh, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who should speak on this item? Yes, Chair. We have a member of the public with their hand raised and I apologize uh, for any mispronunciation. I have a Stephen Mav Giuliano. Hi, that, that wasn't even close, but that's okay. Happens all the time. Um, hi, everybody. Thank you for your service, first of all. Steve, may I speak now? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Steve. Okay. So I uh, attended the webinar today and also this presentation of both very well done. And there, in my doubt, is zero dispute whether we need this or not. For me, the question is all about timing. You know, and I'd urge all of you to look around our city right now. We have businesses that are closing. Housing is completely unaffordable. You saw the homeless camps in the picture. And the middle class in the city is just being squeezed right and left. And unfortunately, I think this increase is only being looked at in a silo of a single increase when the city council just passed another increase yesterday. We've seen other Measure U increases, which despite a multi-million dollar campaign only passed with 56% of the vote. And I'm coming to you as a progressive, not somebody who usually speaks out against tax increases, but I sit around and listen to my neighbors and, and we've had enough. Um, if you look at the poll, you should really look at that bottom line number. They, the support for this is pretty minimal when you look at it. And I was polled in this, which alerted me to it. And talking about your one-sided polls, it was a pretty incredible. Um, I think what was offered today was an excellent suggestion. And that is to phase this increase in. Instead of lopping this all on us at once, phase it in. This was all done. It's been simmering around for years without the knowledge of the passage of that trillion-dollar federal legislation that we can certainly use expressly for this purpose. That's what it was designed for. It was said today that is not the purpose, but in fact it is after any basic research. And I commend the utility department and Doris Matsui for getting us our money. So I think you should look at this, you know, from a macro point of view and look at our economy, phase it in so we're not all hit with this impact by the department's own estimations. We've got plenty of time. Uh, that said today, the reason to do this now was because of, quote, political will. Well, that should not be the reason for a tax increase. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Mr. Maviglio. Appreciate it very much. Um, Madam Clerk, is there another speaker who would like to comment? Yes, we have a Roxanne Fuentes. Ms. Fuentes, what was yours? And I have given you permission to unmute. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go ahead, Ms. Fuentes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm opposed to this new stormwater fee. A uh, $1 trillion infrastructure deal was just passed, and this included $8.3 billion in Western water infrastructure and $1.15 billion in water storage. And if the city can get this money, why is it trying to raise our water bill? Uh, ditches, channels, and detention basins all support wildlife. Pacific chorus frogs, crawfish, water birds, and other wildlife. Water plants such as cattails actually filter toxins from the water. Also, the water seeps into the underground water table, replenishing the groundwater. 
These areas should not be lined with concrete. In addition, concrete ditches are dangerous to wildlife and humans. It's difficult and many times impossible to climb out of these ditches, leading to death. I've seen this. More concrete raises the air temperature higher, leading to even more global warming. The city already uh, hiked utility bill rates, and now it's going to back, back on its word by trying to raise rates again. This is unreasonable. It would create a financial burden, not just on homeowners, but on renters as well. People need financial assistance to maintain their homes as it is during this COVID crisis. So it's very cruel to levy another rate hike on them. This rate hike will not benefit us at all. It will mostly only benefit real estate developers. I'm opposed to this rate hike and what it is going to be used for. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. And Chair, our next speaker is a Clarence Cohornan. Mr. Gorman, floor is yours, sir. I, I still see a Clarence Cohornian with their hand raised, mm -hmm. if you would like to speak. Mr. Cohornian, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Please okay. proceed. Fantastic. Okay. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't hear the first few uh, minutes of this uh, presentation, but the main concern, I'm uh, associated with St. Luke's Lutheran Church on the uh, corner of uh, Center Parkway and Tangerine. My main question is, uh, is this rate we're talking about this fee, is this a new fee to replace the existing fee, or are we talking about something else? Bill, did you want to handle that? It is, uh, it is, it is an, a new fee on top of the existing fee. It's on top of the existing fee? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if you look at St. Luke's Lutheran Church alone, we're paying 40 some hundred dollars right now, and, and half of our property is vacant. And so we got, you know, 4.6 acres of, of vacant of land and two and about half of it's vacant. And if you add this additional fee to it, I mean, we'd be paying something like 7000 or $8,000. That's, a, I mean, we're not being, I, I think we're, you're not looking at this uh, uh, in a way that when you have uh, a, a parcel that's course, portion, uh, a partially built upon and over half of it is sitting in vacant land. Uh, with grass and, and some trees and stuff like that, which produces a very low uh, rate of uh, runoff. And you're talking about, I could I could understand this fee if it was just a, a replacement of the old fee, but you're telling me it's an add-on to the to the existing fee. I believe the speaker has finished their comments and chair, I have no other members of the public with their hands raised to make comment this evening. Thank you, Madam Clerk. I wanna thank all of our speakers for expressing themselves chair, this evening. Uh, yes. Chair Thomas, uh, yes. if you want, I'll, the only thing that I'll say to the last caller is, is that sure. we will, we do now and we will have a program where if someone feels that they're being charged too much, you know, that maybe they have more impervious surface than we've given them credit for. There's going to be a, you know, a, a, a waiver or an application where they can ask to have that looked at. 
that exists now and it will continue to exist uh, in, you know, in the future and will certainly apply to this new fee. Thank you, Bill. Roughly, Bill, how long is that process? Let's say that the gentleman yeah. calls in and he starts the process. What, what is you usually know, the time frame? Honestly, I'm not sure, but I can't imagine it taking, you know, more than a month or so. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? I don't see any hands. Oh, yes. Commissioner Lee. I just had a quick question. Um, I Can you remind me what the discount is for the SURA program, the low-income program? The discount, the, the current discount is about 36%. Uh, and um, we are going to be going to council in early March and early April to budget and audit to discuss that program and the structure of it and and future and you know the the, the budget of the program uh, you know moving forward if if council um, wants to include the these rate adjustments which we anticipate that they will um, we're going to need uh, a little bit more budget for the you know for the program moving forward um, so. One of the previous callers referenced some federal money that's being um, dispersed. Are you, you guys are applying for that, right? We are applying for everything that we can. And, and that, would that give you some budget for the SURA program as well? Um, the budget for the SURA program will mostly come out of the general fund. Uh, it's money that council dedicates from the general tax um, the, the general utility tax that, that uh, the Department of Utilities and the uh, Recycling Solid Waste pays to the general fund. And they have dedicated a portion of that to fund the, the, the program. Okay, is there any way that it would, uh, you could increase the discount? <laughs> um, you got extra that, money? Again, that's a, you, you certainly could make that recommendation, but that's a council, that's a council decision. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, the only other thing that I'll say is, is that, you know, our, our current understanding of the, of the monies that is going to be available is that it is, it is mostly focused, um, as Mr. Maviglio said, on the, on the water systems. Um, and while we hope that there will be, you know, some available for, you know, storm drainage, we haven't, we haven't seen that, you know, yet, but, and that could change. And, and we, you know, we are right on top of, you know, all of that and are going to be, you know, looking to get whatever of that, you know, of that grant money we can. Okay. Thank you. Commissioner Fidel. You're up, Megan. Yes. I was unmuting. Um, The rate increases are always hard. It's hard to think about charging people more. It's hard to think about charging people more in this moment. Um, it is, uh, we've been working simultaneously on a waste increase and a, and the stormwater rate increase. Um, on the other hand, we've gone over this for four months now. 
Um, I think the need is clearly demonstrated. I have appreciated the department's willingness to hear my concerns about the rate. I do think it's well designed. Um, and it, it was nice to get to talk directly with the consultants and see how it's designed and targeted. Um, I, I, I guess that's all I have to say <laughs> till we vote. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Any other commissioners wish to speak on this item? Once, twice. Ah, is there a motion and a second for this item? Sure. Uh, I move to approve a recommendation on the new storm drainage fee and ballot election to the mayor and city council. Is there a second? Second. Okay, you can Go. do it. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll second that. Thank you, Commissioner Vanderwerth. It's been uh, it's been motioned and second. Um, any discussion on this item? Any further discussion? Just as a friendly reminder to the public, our role is to recommend, make a recommendation. Um, our decision here this evening is not the one that actually goes into policy for the city of Sacramento. It is a recommendation by this body that will go to the city council and it will be stated um, not only uh, if it passed or failed, but also the vote itself. So with that, I will, is there any more comment on this item? Seeing none, uh, Adam Clerk, will you please call the roll? Yes, thank you, Chair. Again, members, please unmute and turn on your video. Commissioner Baring is absent. Commissioner Fidel. I vote yes. Commissioner Gutowski. Yes. Commissioner Lee. Yes. Vice Chair Vanderwerf. Yes. And Chair Thomas. No. Motion passes. Okay. The next item for our discussion uh, would have been a selection of the chair and the vice chair for this body. Uh, that item has been pulled and it will be taking up at um, our next meeting. Uh, with that, um, do we have any other, any, any other items? Next item, a member comments and ideas, questions uh, and meeting conference report. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak? Don't get so fired up, guys. I see you. There you go. <laughs> My buddy's over there smiling. Commissioner mm. um, Fidel, go ahead. Buddy, go ahead. <laughs> Could we get a report on um, the types of federal grants that are out there and what we're applying for? I'd be really curious to see that. Mm. Um, and perhaps wider than stormwater. Uh, maybe the water ones, the stormwater ones, if there are waste ones. I saw that there was an item on the um, city council yesterday for a waste one. If we have time on future agendas, having just finished two rate increases, um, I would be very interested to see what the grant landscape looks like. We'd be happy to do that, um, Commissioner. Um, uh, we've got uh, Ann Sanger uh, is our government affairs lead and uh, we can arrange to have her come and make a presentation. We'd be more than happy to do that. 
I'd appreciate that. Last item is public comment. Uh, members, uh, excuse me, matters not on the agenda. Uh, Madam Clerk, are any members of the public who wish to speak uh, in public comments regarding matters not on tonight's agenda? Yes, Chair. I have a member of the public with their hand raised, and Angela T. Miss Angela T., the floor is yours, ma'am. Thank you. It's Angela Tangetti. Um, Tangetti. Miss Tangetti, the floor is yours, ma'am. Thank you. You're um, welcome. Mine has to do with um, some written comments I provided at a previous utility rate uh, commission meeting, and they were written comments. I wasn't able to attend and um, state my comments in person. And I did see the slide deck, and it seems like all the comments written um, were just stuck into a single slide and really not addressed, or, and I'm not sure how how the commissioners, if the commissioners read the comments. So I'm just kind of curious about the process um, because it was on the solid waste and it was specifically on the street sweeping. And, you know, I'm, I'm for the, the rate increases um, for, the, for the garbage, for the solid waste and the recycle and the new green waste. I was excited about that. Um, but I just questioned the street sweeping. Um, as being a cyclist and city residents my whole life, um, I just, realize that if you ever follow one of those street sweeping street sweeping um, vehicles, I'm just not sure of the goal of those vehicles and how you could measure if they're attaining that goal. I know there's an annual report to the state that they mentioned on the, the solid waste goals, but I'm just not sure if there's a goal on the street sweeping because I would just ask each of you commissioners before you would vote on an increase to that, if you would follow a truck for 15 minutes, just, just follow any one of those street sweeping trucks anywhere. And if you think it's accomplishing its goal, I, I then, then I you know, re remove my comments. I just don't understand how the street sweeping is meeting a goal. There's still many leaves in the bike lanes and in the drainage. So that's all. And I'm just trying to understand how the written comments are utilized by the commissioners. So thank you. Thank you. That's a little bit. It's a little bit to unpack there. Um, Bill, did you want to take a stab at the purpose of our street sweeping crews? I would really, um, I would defer to Public Works um, on that. And I think sure. the best thing that we can do is communicate that question and that issue to uh, my counterpart, um, Ryan Moore or jo or John Febo uh, at uh, at Public Works. Um, I know one of the reasons that they do street sweeping is that it's, I, I know it used to be, and I'm pretty sure it still is mandated in our, our, our NPDS stormwater uh, permit. Um, and so I know that that's one of the reasons that we do it is because it's, it's mandated, but I think it would be better to defer that, that question. And I'm sure that you could get that, that question to either John or Ryan and, and they'd be happy to either get back directly to the uh, to the caller or, uh, or you know present something to you at, at one of your upcoming uh, meetings that was only my next um, point and that is if, if possible if, if we could do some work internally and if madam clerk you could obtain some contact information either an email or a phone number for the speaker 
Um, I'd like to see if the speaker could have her, her question answered sometime this week at, or at the latest early next week. Would you okay, Bill? Uh, again, it's up to my sure. counterparts, but we, I, I don't see why we couldn't make that happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I meant for, from our perspective, yeah. just to pass along the information. Yes, sir. Thank yes. you. Thank you very you're, much. You're and, welcome, ma'am. And thank you for your call. And for that speaker, this is uh, the city, this is the clerk and council chamber. We do include um, email and contact information for staff on our agendas. Okay, fantastic. Thank you, Madam Clerk. And there were no other callers, um, my apologies, there were no other members of the public mm -hmm. with their hands raised to make comment tonight. Okay, thank you. I uh, haven't, I see no more hands. None. Again, colleagues, uh, anyone wish, is that a hand raise, Madam Clerk? Yes, we did have, we did have a hand Mr. go up Corman. at the last moment. Um, it looks like uh, Clarence Cohorn. 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 Yes. Um, has raised their hand and I have unmuted. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Yeah, it, I did ask that question earlier and I just want to make sure I'm clear that the drain, the storm drainage fee that's being proposed or the information received is a new fee in addition to the existing fee. I, I, I need to understand that. If that's, am I clear on that? That it's not a replacement fee, that it's actually an an add-on fee to the existing fee? As I stated before, yes, that's correct. As we don't, uh, as our current revenues are not adequate for funding our capital improvement program, this uh, new fee will provide an extra, extra uh, revenues to be able to perform the capital improvements that are so necessary in the system. Well, Bill, I, I realize what you're saying, but I'm going to go back to my, my, uh, my issue with, with the way it's calculated currently. The, the, the drainage fee on, on, on a parcel where half of it is vacant seems to me we've always felt that our fee has been too high and, that, uh, and we've never challenged the city on it prior, but we thought with this new fee, if it was just a, a replacement fee, we, we could probably live with that. But if it's an add-on fee, we as a small church, no position to be able to pay seven to eight thousand dollars in drainage fees for a piece of property that's half vacant. Something is wrong with the system of how it's being calculated. If I'm not mistaken, um, sir, um, um, our director um, actually mentioned there would there is a process that an entity like yours can go through to, in fact. Um, challenge the fee or ask for a reduction in that particular fee. And um, obviously with your, with your major concern about the possibility of a rate increase, I would strongly humbly suggest that uh, you reach out and in fact, uh, you know, go through and sign any, any documents or for whatever appeal is necessary and put that into the city. So what's the proper procedure for doing this? What 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 do, what should we as a church then do? Can you send us something on behalf of the church uh, as to the procedure we need to follow in order to challenge this uh, fee increase? Uh, for, 
If Clarence, I'd be happy to have you send me an email uh, and I could inform you on what that process is. I appreciate that, Bill, because this is a real concern to, uh, to us as a church, particularly in light of the fact that with this COVID-19, we are losing attendance uh, membership continually and financially, this is an extremely big burden. If we had to take it on this new fee, just to give you some idea, we're talking this thing being represents close to 10% of our budget just to pay for this drainage fee. That, that, that's, that it's outlandish. So I, think, so I think, sir, that once you connect with Bill, yeah. um, this is no guarantee that anything will be reduced, but he will surely show you the path insofar as what the church can do to, in fact, at least bring this to the attention of city leadership. Well, we appreciate thank you. Thank you again for your comments. Um, Madam Clerk, does, does Clarence have my uh, email address? Uh it, it, I believe, uh, Bill, your email address is on our agenda uh, for members of the public to, to access. Okay. And Chair, with that, there are no other members of the public with their hands raised tonight. Uh, thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, uh, one, one more time, uh, any other comments from commissioners? Megan, I see we have a new commissioner. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're at the square. We're gonna have to square him in. All right. Uh, remember, this does conclude uh, today's agenda. As always, I want to thank you for the time that you put in. I know that is it is uh, hours that the public does not see. Uh, reading of documents, working with staff, and of course, staff is usually doing an outstanding job in providing us with the information that we need to make the best decision as possible. So I want to thank everyone for their participation. The Utilities Rate Advisory Commission, or better known as URAC meeting of 26 January 2022 is officially adjourned. Thank you, members. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bill. Bye, Thanks, little Bill. commissioner. Thanks, everybody. Commissioner.